everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are so excited today to be talking with another one of our Hallmark actors. It's going to be so much fun. And today we have Adil Zaidi here. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Happy yeah. to be here. Yeah, so fun. And what we like to do, we start out talking to actors. We like to find out what inspired you to get into this field. Of course, Jurassic Park. Um, hands yeah. down. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's something that when I was a uh, kid, Jurassic Park definitely was a, was a big factor because I was watching mm-hmm. this movie. I used to love dinosaurs. And I was like, there's a kid in this movie. And I was like, I could be a kid in a movie or something like that. Like I was, I was watching these things. It was Jurassic Park and Power Rangers when I was a kid. People are like, what do you want to be when you're older? I'm like, obviously a Power Ranger. Like, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was born and raised in Switzerland. I grew up uh, kind of really far away from any sort of entertainment industry. Um, and so it wasn't until we moved to Canada and I grew up here that I was able to actually be like, I'm going to give this a shot and I'm going to go for it. Um, but I would say definitely, yeah, definitely started with uh, Jurassic Park 1. Well, I have to say, I mean, I think Jurassic Park was a big reason that I got inspired to be a film critic. So I, you know, I think we're, we're very similar on that same thing. That was one of like a foundation movie for me. Big time. Uh, I think so too. Yeah. There mm-hmm. was, you know, Jurassic Park, E.T. Back to the Future, a lot of the Spielberg stuff back then. And in general, just, uh, it, it was one of those things that you were like, yeah, I think I, I, I would, I, w- I would enjoy living in that world or I would enjoy playing make-believe. And mm-hmm. so here we are. And it still holds up. I, I think the original right. Jurassic Park, I'm not that big a fan of most of the sequels, mm-hmm. but uh, they, the awe and spectacle of it all is just still so effective. Yeah, you can't I love it. I mean, John Williams doing the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's, it's, <laughs> a, it's an absolute masterpiece. Well, and it's not just about the dinosaurs, not that we're having a Jurassic Park podcast, but it's not that it's just about the dinosaurs. It's that they, it actually has really good characters who you understand their motivations and why they're doing what they're doing and and uh, you feel for them even when they're being frustrating i i it's just such a well-written movie big time and i mean yeah. laura dern sam neill it's like these people they they knew what they were doing they're mm-hmm. they're they're all absolute stars so yeah spare no expense inspirations that's where they come <laughs> yeah <laughs> very cool so when did you move from switzerland to canada um, I was 10, so it was around grade five-ish, mm-hmm. and um, we initially moved to Toronto. I, I spent a lot of time in Toronto, uh, about 15 years, and then I moved myself out to Vancouver about eight years ago just for film. Like, you know, the, the, the industry was nice. I liked the kind of projects that we're shooting here. Um, I, at the time, was having a bit of trouble in Toronto, just like breaking out a little bit, like finding, finding work and, and keeping it steady. Um, I also, you know, I love sci-fi. I love Star Wars. I love all these, like, sci-fi things and Vancouver does a lot of those um they they shoot a lot of those projects so mm-hmm. um it was a matter of yeah coming from at about 10 years old we moved to Toronto and then eventually found myself to Vancouver well yeah Vancouver is the Hollywood of the north so <laughs> yeah Canada's version of LA I guess yeah whatever they call it. <laughs> I know I want to go one of these days I've heard so much about it, it and I've talked to someone don't come now because this is the <laughs> this is rain Coover. This is this is just pure like four months of rain. But in the yeah. summer, if you have a chance, it's like it's one of the most beautiful places there is. Yeah, I think it would be really fun. One of these days, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Absolutely, you got it. Yeah. it. So, did you do theater in high school and things like that? So, funny enough, no. Like, I was a very shy kid. Um, I I didn't. It wasn't until like I did a lot of music. I was always around like arts and stuff. I was in like 
band. I played in in I played in a band, but I was also in like the band like like orchestra mm-hmm. band. Um, and it it was it was more so music in high school that I was like, oh, this is really fun. But between you and me, I was I was never really that good at it. Um, mm-hmm. It was just the artistic like need uh, and desire, yeah. of me, like wanting to do something with it. Um, and then it was I think it was in in when I at the very end of high school uh, going into university and I was like I've always wanted to do this why don't I just try it worst case scenario I'm terrible at it and I'll just I'll, I'll, I'll take the cue and grab a hint and, and, and you know walk myself out um, best case scenario I can actually mm-hmm. I don't know maybe make something of it and, and, yeah. and like I said it was something that I was I, I always had passion about um, and so yeah, it was after after right after high school, um, went to university for a year, and I was like, you know what, none of this is for me. If I don't do this film thing that I've kind of always had this like desire to do now, mm-hmm. when am I ever going to do it? So yeah. I started, and then I just kind of never never looked back. Yeah, because I think a lot of people forget about this whole idea of being a working actor. Like, mm-hmm. sure, yeah, being a movie star would be great. Let's not lie, but there is something to be said for the the career that you can have, uh, you know, pounding it out and being a working actor. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, yeah, there's a lot. It's just like people forget it's just like uh, 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 any other kind of craft or trade or job, essentially, like, you know, you will have to work at it. You'll have to put, put in your time, put in your hours. Um, and you got to treat it like a business, which eventually yeah. you, you learn either the easy way or the hard way, depending what your, what your yeah. world looks like. And you, it does take some luck, but you got to be ready for the luck. You got to mm-hmm. be working and, and ready for it to come. The amount of teachers that have said luck is when opportunity meets preparation. There you uh, go. <laughs> and I, I, I live by it, you know, like just be ready, be ready. Cause yeah. you never know. Do you remember the first role uh, on film that you ever got? Yeah, it was, uh, it was, um, the first like network TV role was, uh, was a show called Cracked. It was a, like a police, uh, procedural back in Toronto. I think it went for like two seasons. Um, and there's an actor by the name of Carlo Rota who was playing the guest star of that episode. Uh, he's in like 24 and and a a bunch of other stuff. And Mm -hmm. I booked this like little tiny two scene part to play his son. He was, he was like, whatever this big like criminal in the story and I was his son and I got to it was like my first ever big thing I was super excited about it um but that was that was the first network tv thing I ever I ever got my hands on did you have a like freak out moment when you got it um I I mean you know when you're when you're when you're starting out and you're trying to figure it out and 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 someone tells you that you 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 did get a job there is validation there's a lot of like you know, there's a little like, oh, maybe I, maybe I, I am doing something right. Maybe I can, uh, maybe I am worth uh, people's time or whatever. Like there is, of course, there is yeah. a, a ton of joy that goes along with like, honestly, still, I, I would, I would still, th- I haven't lost that joy. When I booked mm-hmm. this Christmas movie, I was like, just, <laughs> yes. still, you still get it. <laughs> That's good to hear. I, I feel like everybody should have that, that, that thing you do moment where you're like, ah, yeah, that that joie de vivre, that like excite, that excitement, that mm-hmm. that if you if you don't have that anymore, I mean, you know, I don't know. Maybe you get jaded. Maybe people get jaded. I don't. I don't know what anyone else's story is. For me, it's just like, I yeah. I think I still maintain that like excitement to work every time I get a mm-hmm. new job. I'm like, yes, yeah, yeah, get definitely. To love, get to you know. Mm-hmm. So I think your first role for Hallmark was uh, on Mingle All the Way. I think that was your first yeah, movie you did I for think them. So too. I think so too. I've kind of lost track because it's a crazy world and there's, there's, it's a really, really fun world. Um, uh-huh. Mingle All the Way was, 
is super fun. It was directed by one of my best friends, dad, Alan Harmon, who is um, wonderful, kind of like my surrogate dad at that. But it mm-hmm. was it was it was an exciting venture, and I didn't know what it was going to lead to, obviously. Um, but yeah, it was fun, really fun. Yeah, that that uh, movie had a great cast, really fun mm-hmm. group. It seems like mm-hmm. uh, with Jen Lilly and and Sandy and everybody. Exactly. Uh, yeah, great, great, great. Like people um, to work with, great people outside of work. Uh, Sandy's super lovely too. Like she's doing really well um, at the moment. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was really fun. Good good crew, good cast. Yeah, she's come on our show a couple times, and it's always one of those ones where like I have to be ready for like some deep conversations because right <laughs> she's so she's so thoughtful yeah. and so great which I love Sandy's amazing honestly yeah. I think you've also interviewed a good handful of my friends like I was looking through uh your guys's Instagram page and I'm like these are all like very good friends of mine all awesome yeah. people oh so. we've I I feel very blessed very blessed yeah. I'm curious what is the difference like when you are doing like say a feature film versus doing one of these um you know one of these uh made for tv movies uh, is i know that these are really fast and they're pretty stressful but uh yeah how is yeah, that there's, different there's there's obviously a lot of differences i mean on on many levels of it and i live more so in the tv movie world at the moment mm-hmm. um because a lot of that shoots in vancouver and we have the you know the 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 i guess luxury the opportunity to work on on many of those um but there is a lot. I mean, there there are times with these with these smaller movies that like sometimes you know they're 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 pumping them out pretty quick. They're they're shooting them pretty quick. Like we shot this movie, this Christmas movie, in like three weeks. Um, and uh, the 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 thing is, it, there's a lot more opportunity to uh, tweak the script, adjust the script. And of course, every movie it's all individual. Every movie will have its own style. You know, some movies you'll go in and people will be like, "Hey, great, we're gonna like figure some stuff out on the fly. We're gonna do it right here." Um, some people like they do like prep beforehand to a movie to to allow for relationships to build. Um, what I've learned about these like these these made for TV movies. Um, First of all, not only are they fun, because half the time you get to work with like either friends of yours or locals. Vancouver is a very small community. Yeah. We tend to like, one of the first things I'm like, who's who else is cast on the movie? And I'm like, I'll, I'll be talking to my agent and she'll be like, oh, it's like this, this and this person. I'm like, great. I get to go enjoy whatever, a couple of weeks with with a friend and or with a couple of friends and we get to make a movie. Um, there is a tendency at times to like be able to adjust the script on the fly. They, they sometimes are a little looser with it. Some movies or some shows will be very rigid with the script. They'll be like, this is like word for word. This is how you got to say it. Otherwise, um, you know, like the, the, they have a team of writers that have written it specifically like this for this reason. Um, with these movies, sometimes we have the luxury of, uh, you know, riffing, ad-libbing or, or doing some stuff on our own. And uh, or we can every now and then we'll pitch an idea. Like there's a couple of scenes in this movie that we went and like pitched a, an idea to the director or something beforehand. And we were like, do you guys be cool if we, you know, played around with it like this? And they're like, yeah, that sounds great. Um, it really depends on the project. But uh, I think I think one of the most fun things with these made for TV movies is they all shoot locally, they hire locally. Uh, you get to work with crew and, and cast that are that you've probably worked with before. Um, any sort of feature film experience I've had is like big. Like they're just like, you're like, I'm like, you're so tiny in the big mix of like what's happening around you all the time. Um, yeah. Much larger crews and much larger, mm-hmm. like, but you know, both really fun, both in their own ways, uh, exciting experiences. Yeah. 
We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. From the best-selling author of Hallmark's Hearts Landing series comes a heartwarming story of four friends. These four women get a second chance at life, love, and happiness when they convert an aging beach house into a first-class inn and cafe. Leigh Duncan's brand new Sugar Sand Beach series is the perfect escape for fans of Pamela Kelly, Rachel Hanna, and Debbie Maycomer. Beginning with the gift at Sugar Sand Inn, this is sweet women's fiction at its finest. Escape to Sugar Sand Beach in this complete five-book series now available exclusively from Amazon and Kindle Unlimited. For more information about Lee, visit her website at leeduncan.com. That's leeduncan.com. With uh, The Good Doctor. Mm. So you, you've been on, is it three seasons that you've been on yeah, so The Good Doctor? It's, it actually worked out as a pretty funny, um, it's been about three seasons, did like four, I think, episodes in the first, two in the second, one in the third. And they, I actually <clears> just <throat> shot last week uh, something, in the, like a quick something in the fifth season. It was a job I got as one of the nurses when they were trying to establish season one, Nurse Jag Danoa, and he came, he was in, he was like an EROR nurse at the, in, in, in like one episode. And then they were like, hey, do you want to come back? And I was like, yep. <laughs> then they were like, you want to come back? I was like, yep. Then like next year, they're like, you want to come back? I was like, you're like, just write it in. I'll come I back. <laughs> always, I will always come back. That, that, that show gave me like one of my, it was, it was kind of a nice launching platform for me. It was, you know, we, everyone knew it was going to be a really big show. Uh, I had really big showrunners behind it. And now it just has become one of those things that I'm like a, a good portion of the, the, the crew there um, are kind of, they're the same as the crew that have been around since season one. So every once in a blue moon, they'll be like, hey, want to come back and, and play? And I'm like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I'll jump back in. Do you get to work with Fiona? Okay. So Fiona, amazing human being. Um, and I just missed, I was supposed to say hi to her. She was like getting her hair done when I was on set this past week. And then the timing was just too tough to, to stop by say hi. But I was there on Fiona's very first day in season two. Oh, nice. And like instantly became friends. She has like part Swiss. Um, heritage as well oh, and cool. uh and and we just we became friends obviously don't talk as much it's 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 mm -hmm. it's tough with like the way you know life unfolds and she's obviously super super busy um but Fiona is like she gets a a, a solid 10 out of 10 gold star she's a lovely human being <laughs> yeah super, we've super I've been lovely. able to interview her twice and, she, and oh. fairly recently she's the light she's just wonderful just an absolute beauty mm -hmm. yeah and and her character's kind of a little bit unlikable so it's sort of funny uh to yeah, have her because she's, she's uh, so nice what you call good acting yeah um, <laughs> there's there's nothing unlikable about fiona but probably a lot to dislike about morgan mm -hmm. on, on that show right uh, <laughs> <laughs> when when you're when you're doing one of these mysteries that you've done mm -hmm. uh for hallmark um do they give you like the whole script do you know uh oh yeah so you do you oh, yeah. and when you read it do you usually pick up the murderer or you don't know what that when uh what was the last one crossword mysteries um when i uh read it i was i actually couldn't quite pin who they were going for i was reading it and i was like is it me like is is am i the one am i the one that, that, that didn't tell me did i kill him <laughs> um and i got to the end and i was like oh okay that's that's creative that's cool i like the, the little red herring and then I proceeded to prep my character um, as if I was guilty as 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 mm. anything else. I was just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give every reason for anybody watching to like dislike me and want to peg me for 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 the job. And I was like, you know, it was fun after I read some of like the comments on some of the podcasts, and I was like, I think people bought the bait. 
Some people yeah. bought late. Oh yeah. You were <laughs> the like contestant, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, good. Yeah. They, were like, they kind of run together sometimes. <laughs> they do. There's, and there's a lot of them. They do a lot of them, but they're, they're really good. But yeah. You were sort of a corrupt contestant exactly. on the game show. I had a, I had insider information yeah. uh, as I was going, but you know, it was for the ratings of the show. The show mm-hmm. needed ratings. I was a ratings factor and <laughs> we just, we just finessed a couple of things. It wasn't morally yeah. correct, but that was the that that that's what kind of drove the story to be like mm-hmm. maybe he has something to do with it because you know he's definitely he's definitely not clean because it ended up being the editor right it ended up being the guy you least expected yeah the of guy course. in the editing booth but he had his motives he had his like reasons which is what I like they always write yeah. they always write a reasonable um uh a motive behind it mm-hmm. which I'm like thank you because otherwise yeah. I'm like what are, what are we doing yeah I like that one that was a fun one and it was fairly reasonable for her to mm-hmm. be involved because that's the hard part about that series is how do you get a crosswords editor I mean writer to yeah be involved in mysteries but because she was on the game show it it, it worked pretty well yeah it kind of had like it was it, it, they take you usually take two stances right they take an emotional stance and then they'll take like a like a, a maybe a, a work oriented stance where it's like mm-hmm. okay because she works there and she's presenting the, right. the thing she's there but then her her like and this guy that like they might have they have had romantic thing he's also there and now there's just a giant you know there's a convoluted storyline <laughs> to follow but but that one had Lane Edwards as the host, and he's Lane, one of my favorite people. He's hilarious. Lane is, Lane is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Lane, it, that's a perfect example of um, how small this industry is and how you get to work with some of your very good friends, because uh, I've known Lane for quite a while, and like he's, again, great, great person, tons of fun. He was actually probably the first call I made after I found out I booked the job and he was on it. I was like, we had the same agent, that's why. Okay. And so <laughs> he... he uh, my my agent told me and instantly I'm like okay I gotta hang up I gotta call Lane and I called him right away and I was like yo bro guess what we're gonna be spending quite some time together <laughs> <laughs> so we we carpooled the set it was it's oh, nice tons of fun, tons of fun. Yeah, that's great <laughs> yeah yeah and so you were also on your baking me crazy did they have like a a lot of food on that set Yes, yes. By far one of the best titles I've ever enjoyed <laughs> any job I've ever had. Uh, you're about, I, I saw the, 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 even when I got the audition, I was like, I, I, I want this. I want it went this. a long way with that title. Like, really? Because <laughs> uh, a lot of times the Hallmark titles have nothing to do with the film at all. It'll be like, uh, it'll be like a Christmas memory. And you're like, what? And, what is and there's no title? memory. Yeah, there's no memory. <laughs> there's no nothing. No. And, um, <laughs> Bacon like, Crazy was actually also Alan Harmon was um, the 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 mingle all the way same same director on both. Um, so like I said, it's it's such a pleasure when you get to like work with these people over and over again. Mm-hmm. You develop relationships. Um, but it probably crazy. actually should have been called like something with persimmons because they really didn't talk about bacon very much. No, it was just it was all these persimmons. <laughs> there was there was but if we called it if they called it uh persimmon uh, crazy it doesn't persimmon, have... persimmons all the way or something <laughs> it just doesn't work. have quite the ring you needed to deviate the 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 attention and put it towards the the the, the bacon truck because that was mm-hmm. the antagonist he yeah. came in and everyone was like what's this bacon guy doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and it became a whole thing so i think uh and plus, if you haven't noticed, Hallmark loves puns on their on their, oh, in their yeah, titles. Yeah. They, they're big fans of that. So yeah. I think it just, it rang so well. And after 
as am I. I'm a big fan of the puns as well. So love, love puns. I got, I got <laughs> that, that brings off puns like it's nobody's business, and so I don't even compete anymore. Uh, but I do have a good pun. Um, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was again great. So you you've been in two wedding movies fairly recently, and I don't know if you I don't know your relationship status, but uh, is that what's that like to be in a, in wedding movies? Single, and I just get to enjoy it all. <laughs> be whoever I want in these movies. That's good. Um, no, they're really, they're really fun. Um, obviously when you're doing a wedding movie, like especially when it's a Hallmark wedding movie, everything is, everything is upbeat. There's obviously the problems that they, that they face are all going to be about scheduling and they're all going to be about like, you know, um, um, oh no, this, this unexpected thing came up much yeah. like real life when people are trying to like, you know, at this point in my life, a lot of my friends are married. And so uh, ha- having to go through, the, the wedding process, you're like, it, it, no one who's ever been through it will tell you it's smooth sailing. Like there will be problems arising left, right, and center uh, all yeah. the time. So to do that in a dramatic fashion, obviously like a cinematic fashion, um, uh, it's exciting, it's fun, you know? Cause it's just, you, know, you get these scenes and you're like, but this is happening. And they're like, oh no, what are we gonna yeah. do about that? Uh, like well, just, I always felt like they should use the fake weddings as like some kind of sweepstakes of like, once we're finished, it's yeah. all there. You can have your wedding. Honestly, the amount of people that probably would love a Hallmark style wedding, they're beautiful. Like when they set up, yeah. there's always one big shot in every wedding movie, which is obviously the wedding. Like mm-hmm. when it comes down to it, um, these sets, like yeah. we show up, we show up as, as, as cast and we're like, um, that wedding march sixth wedding was gorgeous insane like (laughs) i can't even describe we all there's pictures of us in because all the rest of the cast while josie and jack were getting married the rest of us were all just like sitting front row right we're like we're we're awestruck and none of it is acting we're just like this is beautiful this is gorgeous that's what um, I'm saying. They should get like a couple, maybe like a military couple or somebody like that. Be like, here, like get married for real after we're finished something. filming. Big time. And uh, I, I think in that movie, they 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 did a little sweep take, sweepstakes for Josie's dress, if mm-hmm. I'm not wrong. I yeah. think they kind of like, not auctioned it, but they did like a <laughs> raffle or something. Um, well, and we were all so grateful because it's been six movies. It's like, get married, <laughs> you crazy kids. What's going yeah. on? you weren't the only one that was it was the co- it was the, the the most common thread on the internet was like when are these two getting married yeah. um, and especially so- I think it was the third one that he gives her a promise ring and I just about died I'm like you're a grown human like what are you doing <laughs> a grown hallmark human very different like the very very there's a lot of childish motives and in, in, in not childish, youthful, youthful yeah, motives. Youthful. That's a good um, youthful motives in Hallmark and yeah, things like promise rings and they it was bound to happen. It was due to happen. Um, a lot of people wanted it to happen. I a lot of us also just considered ourselves lucky to be cast in the one where it did happen. Yeah, for sure. We, got, we enjoyed there was two weddings in that movie. Yeah, that's true. That was, that was planned. And then there was mm-hmm. the wedding there was the wedding yeah they tried to make it seem like they weren't going to have the wedding and i was getting anxious i'm like they're not going to do a, a wedding do? march wedding march seven <laughs> wedding march seven like, we're done we're done with- yeah. i'm like there can't be more wedding march movies yeah, than star wars march, movies. i refuse my feet hurt from marching we're done <laughs> 
um no it was it was an amazing experience because uh i mean that entire movie it was like yeah. the, the 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 little group outside of jack and josie we all kind of knew each other like i knew chelsea and nate i'd worked with nate before chelsea had been friends with for a while we all got to meet josie and jack like you know on day one um they took us under their wing the two are such veterans like such mm-hmm. professionals i i think not a single one of us didn't walk away from that not having learned something that was a true yeah. negative um we all we all walked away <laughs> i got it i follow you learning um you know regardless of how many movies we've done or what we've what we've uh, accomplished it's like there's always something to learn with someone with like 30 40 years of experience whatever 30 years sure. of experience under his belt i'm like jack whatever you say i will do whatever you say <laughs> <laughs> You're like taking notes now. <laughs> Seriously, like he was like he'd be like, yeah, I think we should do a scene this way. I'm like, absolutely, absolutely. Why would I? Why well, would and I, I always figured hard? those movies are fun, like at that inn where they're filmed and everything. Yeah, uh, I, I, exactly. With the movie that we'll talk this Christmas movie, the that wedding march was also shot on location in Harrison Hot Springs um, in Vancouver. It's a couple hours mm-hmm. out of the city. Like you're telling me, go live there and shoot a movie. It's 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 beautiful it's the 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 area is beautiful it just added that the locations were so lovely we were there we were supposed to be on like a a reunion tour to visit so when you see us having these like awestruck moments about the 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 environment and the and the nature and the beauty they're all real they're all like we're just like this is beautiful uh (laughs) we got very lucky with the the location on that one for sure well, we were all grateful for Roadhouse Romance this fall because it was the only fall movie that we really got from Hallmark. Yeah. They said Fall Harvest, but but it was the only one that was like ridiculously clad with leaves and things yeah. like that, which all I was a huge set, fan of. That deck on that was a lot of yellow and red yeah. leaves and a lot of bales of hay and a lot of like, yeah, Never. fall was, was a big prominent part of the decor there. Yeah. Never has an auto repair shop been so festive. <laughs> which I'm a big fan oh, of. Oh, not a repair shop. Uh, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> not, like, another fun, that's, again, if you, there's obviously a trend in all the all the Hallmark movies you're bringing up. They're just fun. They're really yeah. fun to work on, really fun to do. That one was with Lauren, uh, Lauren Elena, who, um, mm-hmm. again, incredible human being and yeah. phenomenal artist. Like, yeah. like her music, I still listen to her music all the time. Like, yeah. very much a part of my playlist. Um really fun and yeah. and a nice fall treat for anyone that was looking for the you know yeah we needed it we fall. had none none it was the only option for fall. Yeah. Yeah. so it was good and, and i just always and, wanted to i like i love country music as a mm-hmm. as a you know as a staple um and so when when that offer i got the call from my agent for that movie i was like you're telling me i get to live in like a country world for make-believe this is this is <laughs> so exciting sign me up yeah and and tyler's is great love him tyler's so cool too yeah Yeah. um obviously from you know uh letter kenny uh which is where i'd seen him beforehand um when we yeah when we got on set we had like one main scene together most of my scenes were with laura uh Mm. lauren in that in that movie but with tyler um like when we did he's again he's such a pro like he's done this so many times there was like you know, the scene that we had, we went in, we'd, we'd like work it. He'd be like, hey, I had this idea. Let's like, you know, maybe if we cut this portion or whatever, it was like, it's just fun to work with people that have that much experience and that much like uh, ability to maneuver a script. Cause you're like, oh, yeah. I didn't even think of that. That's a genius idea. Well, and I interviewed him before 
his first Hallmark movie ever aired. Oh, really? And so I, I was like, I don't know if this guy's going to be able to, if he, he, if it's going to work because he just had such a different vibe about him than the rest of the Hallmark leads. And then I saw the movie and I was like, uh, I mean, he was super nice. It was just, is this style going to work? And, uh, and, and boy, did it ever. Yeah. Yeah, He definitely like, you know, there's, there's, he's, that guy has range, like nobody's business. Like he's done super gritty stuff. Yeah. Um, And it's always, uh, you know, you're always wondering when you transfer that kind of an actor over to Hallmark, um, whether it'll fit the style or whatever, but the dude is so genuine and, and, Mm -hmm. and, the the bottom line is i think with acting in general once you land this like genuine authenticity about yourself um and you can just showcase that and display that real is real you yeah. know and he he has a confidence about him that i think is very sexy and works really and well so intimidating sometimes when you're on- <laughs> <Sure>. uh, <laughs> like, damn he's confident <laughs> we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast it's the hallmarkies merch store Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or hallmarky in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. All right. Well, let's talk about the new movie. Very exciting. Christmas Together with You. Yeah, and this has a great cast. Another another phenomenal cast: Laura Vandervoort, uh, Niall Mater. Oh, uh, yeah. Really fun. I got I got nothing but love stories for those two um, coming for you if you want to hear them. But they're they're abs- two great cast, great crew as well. Like it was, um, there's a good handful of the crew on this one that I had worked with a, a couple times um, on other Hallmark movies, which is again amazing because they like the crew helps you out so mm-hmm. much, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes like it, people are too busy to, to, to do anything. And you're like, am I on the right mark? Is this the right, is this angle good? And I'll just lean over to the camera guy who I've worked with like so many times. And I'm like, Andy, is it good? And he's like, it looks great. And I'm like, perfect. You, you build this chemistry with crew, which is not often, you know, it, it's sometimes forgotten, but it is a, a lovely relationship to have. Mm-hmm. As far as cast goes, um, Niall is a person like, Niall is someone who I'd heard of. He's friends with a lot of my friends, um, and but he was a person that I had never really met, but I had heard so much about and all good things about. So when we got there and I met Niall, I was like, yo, Niall, you know all my friends. I know all your <laughs> friends. We've just never met. We ended up, we walked in complete strangers, but we walked out um, like some of the clothes, like such tight friends. Like he mm-hmm. became a really, really good friend. Um, you know, we'll have dinner every now and then and 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 whatnot, but he... Uh, it's just tons of love for him. Um, no, so nice. In fact, so when, when I interviewed him, I, I, I wrote down phonetically as I try to do everybody's names and, and for some reason I was nervous. I usually don't get that nervous, but I was nervous. And, uh, I had literally just asked him like, two minutes before how to pronounce his name. And then we yeah. get on recording. I'm like, hi, is here's Niall Matter. Like, Niall Matter. 
Neil Matter. Trust me. You're kind of a nicer. You're far from the only one that makes that mistake. I actually didn't know off the bat either. I was like, yeah. Matter Mater, but I picked it up quick. I made him say his name at one point. I was like, I was like, yeah, you know your name too. Now Mater. Absolutely. Now Mater. Yeah, he's like, do you want to re-record? <laughs> Turn it off. I um but, truly, truly a lot of love for that yeah. dude. He's incredibly lovely. Well, tell uh, us a little bit about this movie. What is it? For sure. Yeah. For sure. I'll tell you, I have a, I have a really good Laura story. Ah. You, you want to hear the Laura yes, story please. and then we'll go to the movie? The Laura story is amazing because this is, this, this job, this like the uh, uh, work relationship, I would say was about 12 years in the making. Here's a little insider info. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Laura <laughs> went to the same high school in okay. Ontario way back when. We uh-huh. weren't in high school at the same time. She was, she was done. I was like almost done. She, but, and, and it was at about the time when I was like, okay, well, I, if I'm going to do this acting thing, I got to do it now. And I was kind of figuring it out in that, in that part of my life. Meanwhile, Laura was already, Laura yeah, was like on Disney girl. channel. Laura was the girl that came out of North York, Ontario, yeah. out of like our little Bayview area suburb. Like <laughs> she was the girl. Yeah. It was, oh, it was yeah. you know, super girl on Smallville. She was a girl. Yeah. Disney channel. So me being like, you know, this new, newish, uh, trying to figure it out, trying to like lay my groundwork down, trying to do whatever. Uh, like knowing that Laura had gone to, like we, we, we went to the same high school. We had this, like we were, we lived in the same area. I was like, if this girl can, fu- can, can break it out of this tiny thing, maybe I can do some, some sort of damage. I found a way to reach out to her. I'd run into her somewhere through like a function, whatever. And, um, I asked her at that time, this was Mark market like 12, 13 years ago. And I'd asked her, I was like, Hey, um, you know, like, you don't know me, whatever. I just like, uh, I, we went, we, we were in York Mills together. I, like, I, I, would you mind if I like throw you a couple questions, like just about like studying and where to go, maybe a little bit of advice as anyone does when they're starting out, you know, now I'll get messages like that mm-hmm. on Instagram of like, Hey, I'm starting out. Do you have any advice? Laura replies, and this will tell you exactly the kind of person she is. Laura replies, with like, she had no obligation to do this. I was just like a, a, a at the yeah. time, random person. Um, she replies with like a like an essay and an email detailing her like experiences, her like what she did, what worked, what didn't work, what any sort of advice, any encouragement. It was like, I held on to that for like five years as a blueprint of like what to do, where to go. Like she was like, she mentioned, a, I think a school or two that she studied at and I was like, okay, cool. All of that was like such a monumental part. Five years later, I'm in Vancouver, I'm doing this, forget all this, it's been now 12, 13 years. And in my mind, I'm like, one day I'm gonna get a job with this girl um, and I'm gonna let her know that she had this giant impact on my on my career when I was, when I was starting out. And I was like, yeah, I don't know when it'll happen. I think she had eventually moved back somewhat like either to LA or Toronto or uh-huh. you know, she moves around. And I'm like, I don't know if it'll ever happen. Fast forward, like I said, 12, 13 years, I get this call like a couple months ago before, before whatever it was doing the movie. Uh, and my agent's like, yeah, you, you know, you got this, uh, we got this offer for this Christmas movie. I was like, great. Love to do a Christmas movie every year. If I can get it under my belt, I love Christmas. Um, and I was like, I was like, who, like I do with everyone, like I did with Lane. I was like, who, uh, is there anybody else locked in like cast wise? And she's like, yeah, yeah. Now Mater uh, is is playing one of the leads. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, you know, heard of him. I'm excited to work with him. And then she's like, and Laura Vandervoort is doing the female lead. And I was like, who? Wait, what? <laughs> what 
you say Laura Vanderford? Yeah. After after 13 years waiting to to get a job with this girl to just tell her, literally just to tell her, yeah. you know, thanks for mm-hmm. thanks for the impact you had. And again, like I said, says a lot about the kind of person she is, always there to 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 help out. Like she hasn't changed. That's exactly who she is today. Um, we went, we worked, we became very good friends. Now she's you know, she's she's one of my good friends I talked to uh here and there. Um but it was a it was a really fun experience to kind of yeah. like complete the circle on that. It's yeah, a great I, story. Don't get to do that often, but it was a story that was very much interesting <laughs> for quite a while. <laughs> yeah, you're like, excuse me, why I mute the phone so I can freak out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, when I'm with my agent, I didn't even mute the phone. I just like yelled, and she's like, "What's up?" And I was like, "Are you sitting down? I got a story." <laughs> that is great. I um, love that. <laughs> so, what did, did she remember you? She was, I, she had no idea who I was at the bat, off the bat. She came to my trailer when I, on my first day, again, we'll show you how lovely she is. Cause she made a point. She like came to my, you don't do that. You meet on set, you know, that's the etiquette, whatever. Mm-hmm. But she came and she's like, Hey, you know, my name's Laura. And I'm like, Laura, take a seat. I have a quick story for you. Um, and then when I told her, she was like, she's like, you're going to make me cry. Like, this is, she's like, can I give you a hug? I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. You've. <laughs> you've had a giant, giant impact on my life. And um, you just made for, again, the entire, the entire movie was so much fun to shoot after that. Cause on one hand I had Niall who we had like mm-hmm. a, a kind of six degrees of separation type thing. So we got along amazingly. And then, and then Laura, I had this, like, we had the story and the three of us bonded. Like it was, it was, and then of course you had uh, uh, Harry as well. who was a legend. Um, and so the, the tiny group that we had all bonded really well. It made the work experience so much fun. We were out in Vernon, mm-hmm. uh, BC, which is about six hours out of, uh, of Vancouver. So we were out there for three weeks. And whenever you're on location, it's like, there's, you don't know anyone. So you're like, Hey, now you want to go work out? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, it's, it's all we did. <laughs> it's like, Laura, you want to go to booster juice? I don't know. Like, <laughs> you're just well, especially it, that must be especially nice when you're having all these COVID restrictions and quarantines and stuff like that. If you have yeah. some basis of kind of bonding, since you're not able to be as, really... as close as, as you would otherwise be. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, uh, it's part of, uh, you know, as part of the benefit of of shooting on location and being in a hotel together is like, and not knowing anyone else. So we couldn't really go out and do anything. We're in mm-hmm. six hours away from home. No one knows anyone. Um, but we, we, we had ourselves and we had this hotel and it was easy to kind of just stay isolated within our group and keep to ourselves. Um, all the protocols on set nowadays are so rigid and so strict too. So it keeps everyone safe. It keeps everyone mm-hmm. um, and it keeps the, keeps the show going, which is yeah. important. That's great. Yeah. Working with Harry Lennox, that must've been amazing. <laughs> yeah. I had <laughs> one day I had, a again, we were up there for three weeks. There was one day where we both finished kind of earlier than everyone else. And he's like, you want to grab some food? I'm like, do I want to grab some food? Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I want to grab some food. Um, and we sat and we talked and just like the, the dude is such a, I mean, you know, outside of the obvious that you would already know, kind, um, generous with his time and just a lovely human being, um, is also so, like his veteran experience, the stuff he talks about and like the things he's done and the people that he knows at times. And you're like, this is nuts. Like I'm, 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 I feel privileged just to be able to like be here and absorb all this information as a, as a young, young actor, just trying to like, you know, after 13, 14 years, still trying to figure his way out. 
um, when you run into veterans like that, it was the same, you know, like, like I said, same thing with Jack and Josie. It's just these people that have done so much and they're so good that you'd be silly not to like, listen, Yeah, <laughs> you'd be silly not to like absorb as much as you can while you're around them. Yeah. You're like, that's Martian Manhunter right there, right there. Yeah. Oh, amongst like <laughs> blacklist and just, you know, yeah. a, a, a billion other things. That's um, great. That's really good. And so it's like a road trip kind of movie is what I'm hearing. This movie, well, it's, it's, yeah, it's not as much of a road trip movie because Hallmark has made some road trip movies. It's Mm -hmm. not necessarily a road trip movie. They are on a road trip. They do end up at the, at the chalet, at the, at the, at this like chalet that me and, me and Nal run. Mm -hmm. Uh, I play his best friend, his like childhood friend. Um, You know, we're, we're trying to figure out this like chalet. He's in typical Hallmark fashion overburdened with work big city work and you know he comes back and his family's like god you're gonna come back and help you gotta help us do the stuff and it's like yeah you know i'm trying i got this big city job (laughs) and eventually without giving too much away you know the two have a have a meet cute yeah it it obviously has its bumps in the road which if you're a hallmark fan you're very (laughs) familiar with um the best friend swoops in and does what the best friend does and it makes for a very cute little little story. Um, you gotta love the businessman reformed, the bad man of business that learns yeah. his ways. It is a it is a textbook character type in, in in the Hallmark realm, <laughs> but it's a fun one. It, yeah. it it lets you because it's become such. I mean, it's such a cliche. It's such a it's such an archetype that they use so much. It's now just yeah. become like obviously I'm from the big city. <laughs> like, yeah, obviously that's the that's the angle we're taking. Um, I mean, any trope can be done poorly, but for the most part, we love the tropes. That's why we enjoy these movies. That's why that's people love, people yeah. find comfort in familiarity. And there yeah. is, you know, take any franchise, Jurassic Park, Star Wars, mm-hmm. like dinosaurs, lightsabers. People love tropes. People love themes. Sure. People love story uh, uh, congruency that you can, that you can match from movie to movie. Mm-hmm. There's a sense of comfort in it. And then you get to just enjoy it. Yeah. So it does work. They've, they have built this empire on something. It does, it does work. Because the tropes help us immediately bond with the characters. Because these mm-hmm. movies are only about eighty-two minutes, so you have yeah. to you have to bond with the characters quickly, mm-hmm. and that so that's why you need the tropes. That you can just boom, yeah. you know exactly who this character is, you know what's going to happen, and then you're just along for the ride. Exactly, yeah. and it also helps now that that you get to look at a lot of the actors that you've seen in other movies or whatever, and you'll be like. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll you know you'll see you'll see familiar faces so you'll kind of feel like you know them a little bit yeah uh, or you, you've seen them go through other stuff in one way or another yes mm-hmm. this is a different character but you still there's still some familiar familiarity with them yeah. which is something i never quite understood until doing a good handful of these and having like you know talking to people like you and then being like oh you can backtrack through some of the movies i did and there is a certain um similarity to all the characters I play on these Hallmark movies they are all for the most part you know the supportive best friend that's there that fixes stuff there's always a quirk about them there's always something different but you get to familiarize yourself with uh a certain style and then it becomes then then like you said you're along for the ride at that point yeah and it's all about the witty banter and the chemistry and the other things uh so this sounds like a lot of fun I love Kevin Fair he's here He's done so many good movies. Beauty, beauty. Yeah. Kevin Fair. So we were in Vernon. Like I mentioned, we're all stuck there with nobody. It was me, Niall, and Kevin. We'd go work out. We'd go to the little hotel gym uh, whenever we found a moment or whatever. So it's like 
we all we all we all spent a bunch of time together it was really really fun i have mm -hmm. a yeah a lot of love for kevin he's done a good handful i haven't um this was my first time working with him but i had known i'd like read for a lot of his other projects too and um yeah, he 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 does well. He's 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 a good. He's really good. He's a good you guy. should watch the Science Hill Delivered. It's such a good series. It's good yeah. binge. And I've it's definitely auditioned for the, for for that series, and yeah. I I do know that, that it has a massive fan base. That yeah. that um that series of movies. I think you'd like it. It's really good. I'll, I'll go. I'll go give it a mm -hmm. binge. Holiday season. I got a lot of time. <laughs> That's right. All right. So we like to end with some fun, silly questions. Love and this is the holiday edition. So if you come on our show again, we'll give you the non-holiday. But be... here we go. What is your favorite holiday drink? Uh 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 uh, uh apple cider. Oh, very apple good. cider. Yeah. Okay. Mold wine if if I get around to it, but I have like <laughs> an affinity for mold cider is mm -hmm. so good. I love it too. Uh, what is your favorite holiday cookie or treat? Uh, I'm Swiss. So we have a very, very specific uh, uh, cookie. Uh, it's called Zimster and it's, uh, it's like a star. It's an almond cookie that's uh, shaped in a star and they have like a, a glaze on it. I should like show you a picture at some point. Mm. Um, but they, they it, like every, every Christmas, they pump them out in Switzerland. And that, if you're asking for a niche answer, that's, that's the one. I literally is it chocolate it. or or regular it's, it's an almond it's like mainly oh, almond that's like i'm literally gonna pull up a, a, picture <laughs> a picture of it for you but it's a literal almond cookie it's just mm -hmm. like the, the 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 main ingredient is mm -hmm. almond and um it sounds good in stars there we go let me see i can't see it oh. shaped like that mm. oh with like powdered sugar on top there we go yeah yeah there it is Oh, that is the prototypical, like a glaze, like a glaze. It is the prototypical Swiss Christmas cookie, and I—that's mine. Sounds I still good. try to like get friends to ship it in to me uh, from all the way out here. <laughs> so. All right, what is your favorite Christmas song or carol? I love anything that King Cole does. Um, uh, it's so tough because we we alternate. I'm going to give you an album. I'm going to give you the Nat King Cole <laughs> okay, Christmas song album because that from start to finish gets played in my household every single Christmas, almost every other day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, there's too many. Yeah. Oh, Dan and mom. And chestnuts roasting. I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so Absolutely. good. Oh, Dan uh, and mom. What is your favorite classic Christmas movie? Ooh. How many people say die hard to this? Um, more than you guess. More than honestly. I would say. <laughs> uh, I go through the gamut of Home Alone, Die Hard, uh, Elf is is Elf is is a must watch every single mm -hmm. every single year. But you know what? I'll give you the two that are that 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 never that never leave the uh, Christmas ritual. Um, me and my best friends will do uh, It's a Wonderful Life, which I think is number one for me. Like yeah. that probably is the top. Mm -hmm. um, and then the second one is the Christmas Carol, mm -hmm. but with the Alistair Sim version. Yeah, those are, you can't get better than those two. Those I approve. <laughs> there's not a Christmas that goes by without those two movies yeah. and the Nat King Cole album. Awesome. So that's, that's you're living a good life. Uh, I'm my, I, I, I love, those I days. love, I love Christmas. So yeah. I go, I go pretty big and pretty mm -hmm. like I'll, I'll knock off all traditions mm -hmm. as much as possible every Christmas. 
That's great. Uh, which do you prefer, Scrooge or the Grinch? You maybe just answered that with your Scrooge. Yeah, I think Scrooge is one of the most complex, better like characters. Love the Grinch by all means, and the Grinch misunderstood. I'm just gonna say it. misunderstood mm-hmm. because people think it's all born out of hate, and it's not. I mean, I do agree. If people were making loud noises like the Who's and Whoville are making, I would be very irritated. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Have you tried not sleeping on a day where you might have to wake up the next day? It's and bad. Just, the neighbors are, are causing a racket. Yeah. It is, I don't blame him. How could you blame him? And I, don't, I don't know why he has to take the last can of Who hash. I think that that's going a little too far, <laughs> but... <laughs> But still, I would be really mad if people were like, it's so hard for me to get to sleep as a chronic insomniac that if people were giving me, I know the feeling from time to time. Trust me. Um, I, uh, I, I, the thing is misunderstood. And when it comes down to it, people do irrational things when they're sleep deprived. So how can you, how can you know? I think that they showed that, uh, that being sleep deprived is like very similar your brain to like being on drugs and stuff like that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, psycho- psychologically speaking, your your chemicals yeah. aren't aren't producing in a way that they should. And so therefore it will affect the way you think and yeah. your everything from motor functions, it'll get deep. I'm pulling a sandy on you now. We're going. <laughs> uh, but it does, of course it does. Yeah. Um, yeah. Scrooge, though, not to get away from Christmas, Scrooge, I think is one of the better written characters throughout all of film. Like I think, yeah. like in terms of the arc that there's a reason that Christmas Carol like like story has gone Mm -hmm. through so many iterations and has stood the 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 test of time is because it has a perfect structure to the movie and has a perfect character arc to the movie and for someone to be that evil to that awakened Mm -hmm. from start to finish in a movie it's like it's the story of Christmas it's the story of Christmas in my opinion yeah, because people want to believe in lost causes. They want to believe that even somebody like Scrooge could be redeemed. And, and, and that's why it remains relevant. Even, you know, it was written in the, you know, comes all the way from the 19th century, yeah. uh, you know, to, to being Jones. in movies today. Uh, it's just that whole theme is just mm-hmm. a very resonant theme, no matter any era. Redemption, redemption at Christmas time will always be, you know, mm-hmm. redemption, redeemer. It, it will always yeah. be a theme that lives uh, on regardless. Um, in that scenario, it also is one of those things, because think about what everyone goes into December with. November and, and October, November, yet the, the weather gets dark. Yeah. People get, people get uh, you know, antsy and grumpy. It's yeah. like the year is ending. There's a lot of work stuff that, that, that sometimes takes up people's time. And, and so people don't always go into December with the best of attitudes, but then December and Christmas time, yeah. it, it changes everyone's year around. You can't. I, I was unhappy. thinking about that the other day, that if you didn't have because here after it snows, like the first snow is really beautiful. I'm in Utah. The first snow is really beautiful. And then very quickly it becomes very gray and gross and cold. And if you didn't have Christmas and for me, my birthday's in January. So that also helps. Uh, But uh, if you didn't have that, it would be so hard. I mean, yeah, it's, it's great. And you could say the same thing about Vancouver, Vancouver dips into between the months of like November and February we do actually get snow now more so, but, um, uh, in, in like December, January, but the, that period of like four months is gray yeah. and rain. That's it. That's mm-hmm. all, that's all that exists. So to have Christmas at the end of the year where 
you know, normally people are going into the month of December with work obligations and the, the, the weight of the year on them and whatnot. And then you have this, this redemption opportunity yeah. at the end of the month to let everything go refresh. I think it's, it is one of my favorite holidays for a reason. It is yeah. always surrounded. The nature of Christmas is, is joy. Yeah. You know, the nature of Christmas isn't gift giving. I understand <laughs> that is a very big part, but the nature of Christmas is, is, is a rebirth, a redemption yeah. and, and joy that comes along with that. Yeah. I think we need yeah, to get you more Hallmark movies because you're totally speaking my language. Uh, I love I, it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm here and they'll, they'll come. I'm, okay, I'm, I'm positive. Okay. <laughs> it's well, work and I've like, you know, having, having worked with them for, for a good portion of time. Um, there's a lot of faces now that I've, that I've run into over and over again. I love it. Um, and I do believe we have a very good relationship on that front. So yeah, I would be, I would be, I'd be, mind blown if I wasn't doing <laughs> some more hallmark in the <laughs> well you know. what do you like better clear lights or colored oh man okay I'm gonna go clear lights I know people people love colored lights yeah. clear you know why I like to make my colors in the ornaments I like to like when mm -hmm. I whenever I put colored lights on trees the ornaments mm -hmm. kind of get lost I like the clear yeah. light and then I like to start the color comes for me in the in the ornaments or whatever I decide yeah. to hang or whatever I decide to put clear lights I'm, right. I agree I, that's that's my choice as well um all right would you rather be in a snowball fight or build a snowman snowball fight <laughs> <laughs> that's I probably was in more snowball fights than snowman building even though I did <laughs> a lot of both I think uh the the biggest team building I learned was in snowball fights. Very good. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm a you know, I'm a boy who hangs out with boys and we all, we're in grade five throwing snowballs at each other. <laughs> okay. Would you consider yourself a good gift wrapper or not? Oh, excellent. I, mm. that's, that's, yeah, hundred percent. I'm a better <laughs> gift wrapper than a gift chooser. Although I am a good gift chooser. I, my gift wrapping, I'm just very OCD. I like, I, it has every, Sometimes I overwrap. Like you ever done that? You ever overwrapped? Like you're just, you, I'm like taping every corner. And then when people go to open it, they're like, I can't even open this. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm sorry. Funny. I, I love, yeah, I'm definitely a better rapper. Someday uh, when you propose to, a, to you're going to be like, there's several layers. Keep going. Yeah. I just kind of kept going. <laughs> I'll like, I'll just, I don't know what irrational fear I have that this gift will just open itself up by accident, but the amount of tape I go through, like every corner, every seal, it's gotta be perfect and measured. And I, it takes yeah. me a while. It takes That's me, good. there's usually a full day to <laughs> the mold cider, mold wine and <laughs> a gift wrapping station, usually on the 22nd or 23rd. Yeah. Well, that's like my dad. He always, well, really it's more like the 24th. He like goes yeah. to Staples <laughs> and like, just gets the most random stuff. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. We'll have like, he's given us like things of paper before, or like one time he gave me like nine different bottles of hot sauce. And like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love hot sauce. So that would be a perfect gift for me. <laughs> I love like, hot oh, that's intense. Uh, but <laughs> Uh, so last question, do yes. you have an ugly Christmas sweater and what's your ugly Christmas sweater? I have to renew my ugly Christmas sweater because Ooh. what I've, what I have, I have two, I have a, a, a dress shirt with candy canes and that's mm -hmm. my go-to. It's a, it's a dress shirt that has a bunch of candy canes. And then I have a Homer Simpson uh, Christmas tie. 
oh, which is Homer Simpson wearing a wearing a, a, a Christmas hat, and uh, and he just goes do ho ho on the on the tie, and I I have it's my favorite tie, it's my favorite shirt. I put that combination together, and I wear that to so many Christmas parties. But like recently, there's been uh, it, online shopping has exploded in the last year. So much like most people uh, during the pandemic, I'm, I'm, you know, buying countless things online and whatever these algorithms are, are now they're putting all these Christmas sweaters in my feed. And I'm like, I want them. I want all of them. <laughs> so I might have a problem this year. I don't really know, but you got to look um, for like a buy one, get one. I, that, that would be buy one, get eight. I, whatever, <laughs> whatever you got, I will take, but I, I foresee a a splurge coming in form of of a of a Christmas sweater kind of uh, a buying spree. I think I'm gonna Good. be, I think I'm gonna be renewing that collection pretty soon. <laughs> I have a bunch of Christmas socks, so I like I like <laughs> socks. Well, you did it. You answered all the questions. Congratulations. We made it. <laughs> no, I'm excited. I'm excited for oh, Christmas. Um, me too. Clearly, this movie. I think it, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, we're look, really looking forward to it. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. You were oh, a delight, very sure. fun. And we'll Thanks. definitely have to have you on back. Uh, I'll, it was, I'll be it was here. great. I'll be here <laughs> I, I, like I said, I looked through the, your page. You have talked to so many of my friends. And so I was like, hey, how's this podcast? Everyone has good things to say about you guys. So I'm excited. I'll okay. be back. You let me know when, 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 you, uh, when you want to chat. Well, do you have social media you want to share? Um, I, yeah, I do. Adil Zaidi, A-D-I-L-Z-A-I-D-I is my Instagram. That's usually where I post almost everything in terms of any projects coming up or whatever. Um, I would say follow that. That would be a primary source. Um, other than that, we are enjoying the holidays and a much needed break after this honestly pretty busy year. (laughs) Good. I'm glad you've been kept busy and you can follow, you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. And also make sure you're following the podcast at Homebookies Pod, Homebookies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate that. And if you're watching on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group and merch store. All the information is in the description. And thank you so much, Adele. This was really fun. And uh, Merry Christmas. I love it. I love your background. And I love the, I love the hat. Thanks. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Merry Christmas. Yeah.